Right. But that's kind of one of those optional rules. You know what I mean? Is it, really, it really shouldn't be an optional rule. <laughs> like, all houndsmen should abide by that rule. It'd save a lot of people. <laughs> what would. rule are we talking about? Don't put the dog, dog box dog rule. Box. Yep. Oh, don't put something on top of the dog box? Yeah, yeah you'll forget it. I, you know how many collars I've kicked off the top of my truck over the years? I've yeah. got two two bad stories. There was well, let's one, hear one, one bad of, story. I'll give you one. My buddy came up from California to go hunting with us, and I was in a hurry trying to scramble and get out there. Everybody else was already in the woods, and I had a bag with some really cool garment. <laughs> a bag. No, a whole, you know, yeah, a whole bag. You know what kind of bag I'm thinking of? <laughs> the, Is this the type of bag we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. thing we're rated MA or whatever it is. Mature audience is only Jason. <laughs> no, like it's, it's a big track. bag. Like you know, a the garment bag, like, a, like a kilo or I mean, what are we talking no, about? No, not like? that kind. Good lord, I'm talking like your it's garment carry food. bags, the field bags. <laughs> well, it is you. I mean, you're talking about a bag, and then you're like, oh yeah, that type of bag. No, no not a bag. You're like, no, this is a this is a big bag. No, a bag, yes. And it was full of every stitch of hunting equipment I owned, as far as like that new 550 plus that just came out. I had Ooh. all my stuff in that bag, and I made it to the woods, and I about had a freaking heart attack because that thing was not anywhere I could find in my truck. And I remembered setting it on top of my dog box before I left the house. Well, apparently my memory sucks because I called my wife and she says, no, your bag's sitting right by the back door. You're an idiot. Come home. So I ran home and got it. But I thought I lost like, so you didn't I can't even tell you what was in the bag. It was not a good thing to lose at the time. <laughs> Buddy, you can relate. <laughs> oh, I've lost so much crap. I don't even bother me anymore. Well, I lost that gun. <laughs> don't put it on top of the box and never leave your doors open because dogs will always jump in it. Like those I are the had two to hike back rules. into well, a tree and it was a shitty hike just to get a pair of binos and, and uh, one of them fur hats. I got one of them little oh, fur yeah. hats as well. Oh, the trapper hat. Yeah, yep. a little trapper hat and I, a pair of binos that I lost at a tree. And I was, I mean, I was like four foot of snow at the time. I was snowshoeing with Bradley. And yeah, it, well, it's kind of weird to go back to a tree. Like, when you, you know, when you see the tree and you, it's like four foot of snow and you're getting your ass kicked and snowshoes are falling off and you're falling <laughs> in this. I mean, yeah. it was a miserable hike into this tree. Like, I don't want to just keep reliving it, but. And then you skip to that son of a bitch in the summer, and it's like, this is beautiful. The best <laughs> right, yeah, This is why these cats live here. It's, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I, can, mm -hmm. I won't give any names out or lo exact location, but I can tell you guys on the western end of the UP where there's a handgun that was lost while we were chasing after a walking bear. So, and we know roughly where it was, but it was in such a place where nobody wanted to go back for it. Yeah, <laughs> and a, it's gonna be You're really thinking about it. I've lost two. I've lost two. I've lost one. I stuck on the on on the dog box <laughs> or the toolbox. One or the other. See, I'm telling you, it's a rule. Oh, um, <laughs> and I finally got an. That was a nine, and I I had so many boxes of ammo with nine. It, it, every time I open my safe and I see all these boxes of nine millimeter, and I'm like, I got no nine millimeter, but I got a bunch of ammo for it. That was, yeah. I bet you that was 20 years ago. I don't know. It was, it was when I first started. I was hunting with Rod. We were bear hunting on a, on a deal. And, and then, um, yeah, so 
Dude, that's how you end up, on, end up on like TV, cold case files or something. <laughs> Somebody found your gun somewhere. And like, right. Ugh. Yeah. Good thing you keep yeah. those ones with the serial numbers filed off, right? <laughs> yeah, they find those. It's like, well, okay. Some druggie yeah. was up here at the gate. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Found Jason's bag and your gun. Yeah. Oh, I just, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this interview. I had, uh, my throat was closing up. I had to go get that cat sealed. You know, I got that, uh, my the one bobcat I had. And I'm driving home. We're driving back to work. And, uh, Shit, my throat starts clogging up, and I get in the itchy throat. You know, like like an allergic reaction. But he's allergic to cats. Are I'll, you kidding? No me? shit, I'm allergic. <laughs> I'm allergic to dogs and cats. Jeez. <laughs> well, figure that out. Oh, and man. pineapple and, and grass. So those are the four things that I know that I'm allergic to: dogs, cats, pineapple, and grass. And I freaking love pineapple, dude. It's like I still. I want to. Does it like make you choke out? If I die one day, guys, it's going to be because I was eating pineapple, bobcat hunting with dogs, and I laid down in the grass for a nap. Okay, that, that did me in. That's awesome. I'm not giving up the dogs. I'm not giving up the bobcat. I'm not giving up the pineapple. Uh, the weed I can do without. I'm not even grass. I don't care about. See. Everybody almost, you didn't get in any trouble. They just set you up an appointment because you were late. Oh, it was so you didn't hear Elijah. So in, no, in I, Oregon, you got five days to put a CITES seal on a bobcat after okay. the season closes. Yep. Okay. So I ended up the only, only cat I harvested, I harvested last weekend and uh, it was a, a bad deal. I had like dogs must've gone through some blowdowns or something. And they, I, I mean, I had three dogs come back with holes in them. Like, like not, not from a fight, but from like, a stick or something they must have ran through. I, mean, I I can't figure out what it is. I'm probably gonna, slash pile. Probably gonna go hike up into that stuff in the summertime and go, what the hell did those dogs get into? I mean, yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's gonna be one of those like on snowshoes. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. But then whenever the snow falls off, it's like, oh shit, there's a bunch of sticks and you know, maybe there's yep. some slash Pit or traps. something where they cut some slash or thinned or I don't know. But something they went through tore them up. So, anyways, long story short, I, I got that cat and uh I got five days after the season, right? So that was Tuesday was the end of the season. And so I had from Wednesday to yesterday. So I had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, and Tuesday to get that bobcat sealed. Well, of course, you know, procrastinated. I I flew out Thursday to Michigan. Oh, you know, procrastinating, Jason. (laughs) One day you could have done it. (laughs) One so Wednesday, we're getting ready to go to Michigan because we went to Michigan. We got Elijah Keller with us, vice president of Michigan. We got some stories. So so Wednesday was the only day before my trip to Wisconsin, and I was packing Michigan. and getting everything Michigan. ready to, to, to go to Michigan Bear Hunters Association mm-hmm. over there. In, in, uh, we flew into Traverse City, and I was like, no problem. I'll get back Sunday, Monday morning. I'll call i'll set the appointment for and i'll either go in monday afternoon or i'll go in tuesday (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get back sunday was sucky (laughs) sunday was sucky sucky son no it wasn't sucky for me yeah it was pretty good for you we got to see see the countryside (laughs) yeah we drove across the the great state i heard heard you tried to kill my boss that 
What there's yes, yeah, there's a little truth there. He's not even gonna <laughs> deny it. There's so many stories. Yeah, <laughs> try to kill. Me. We're gonna have to start from. I don't even know where we start on this story, but I think we start with it. It was a great event, and it was a the really amount good of event. stuff you guys ran through there in the organization was mind boggling. Like really, you guys put on a great event. I encourage anybody near the area, away from the area, go check it out. Yeah. 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 Thanks, man. We, uh, we, everybody comes together and like, I mean, there's no one person you could put, I mean, it's everybody is what makes it. And, uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you had your event at, uh, in what town? That's in Bel Air, Michigan at Shanty Creek Resort is where we have it at. Yeah. So, so, We've me and Jason flew into Traverse City, mm-hmm. and it's about an hour drive from from the airport. There, it's kind of a hard event to get to, to be honest with you, man. I mean, that is not an easy place to get to. You, you no, gotta want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe for you guys over there, but for us coming in, it's like three legs. I mean, I gotta I gotta fly into Seattle, and then I fly to Detroit, and then from Detroit to a little little town called Traverse City. That's the problem right there at Traverse City Airport. Best airport of the whole trip. (laughs) (laughs) So we're flying in and I'm I'm doing the math because you're I've been to your event one more time and I'm like, these guys don't get their event done till like midnight. You know what I mean? For the raffle, which is a long time. That's a long day. When you're losing, it's a really long time. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to know your name. Um, well, not buddies. I didn't hear buddies' name. I guess. <laughs> right. No, I heard a what series of win? numbers with your name. Hmm. What, what, what did, did you I win? win? Elijah. Oh, I want a uh, a thing to deburr dogs. <laughs> it's like a mat that you wipe <laughs> on your dogs, pull burrs off them. It's like a sham oh, really? wow for your dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then my boy <laughs> okay. won. He won a bunch of stuff. I let him use my tickets. So. Well, right on. Yeah. So anyways, I'm in the plane ride there on the Thursday. I'm doing the math and we're supposed to fly out 6 a.m. Sunday morning. And so I'm like, dude, like 6 a.m. You got to be there an hour and a half early. So I'm like, okay, that's like 430, right? Hour my math is right. An hour. In that small airport, you need to be an hour, right? But let's just let's just figure you don't want to be late. So I'm like, okay, it's an hour drive, so we got to leave no later than 3.30. You know what I mean? 3.45. You got to pull out of the airport. Yeah. When it's snowing and ice, you might want to leave a little earlier, right, Jason? Like, yeah, yeah. I left a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't say a lot earlier, but yeah, there was there was some snow and there was some ice. So I'm looking at the things on this on the plane ride there, and I'm like, dude, I don't know that I want to try to hassle this th- 6 a.m. flight after doing this. So, you know, working all day. And and Jason's like, oh, no problem. We'll just stay up all night. I'm like, the shit we will. <laughs> like, this old man ain't staying and up there, all night, huh? There's no drinks to be had either. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> no, you're not going to have it. No. Right. So no, I'm just no like, man. So I, I do the text Delta app or whatever, you know what I mean? I'm texting. I was like, hey, can you push my flight out? And, and they can change it. And so I, I get my flight changed <laughs> to the 12 p.m. So noon, basically a noon flight out of there. And I, uh, I asked 
uh, Elijah, you got me a ride hooked up. Your wife said yep. she'd take me, and I'm like, okay, awesome. And Jason, I offered for him, and he's like, nope, nope, I want to be home <laughs> early Sunday. I got. I was gonna put me home before Buddy flew out, and I'm like, no, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Jason's like, I'll just stay up all night. I'm whatever. I'm like, okay. Leave his leave his plane ticket intact, so he's gonna fly out. So we make a plan. I'm like, Jason, you take the car. You get back because I it's going to be hard to find a ride at 2 a.m. I can just tell you right now out of that place. <laughs> a sober ride at that. I mean, <laughs> he wouldn't have found one. You better off with a unicorn. No, no. There was none to be had. No, it just wasn't going to happen. So, I mean, I'm thinking about this and I'm like, dude, there's no way. So I'm like, the only way I can do it is if I can get a ride at 10 a.m. I can get a, you know what I mean, a, a, a hungover ride. I'll, I'll take one of those. Yeah. Right? There's, there's, no, there's none of those available at 10. At 10 or 2 o'clock in the morning, ain't none of those available. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Oh, So, so I'm like, okay, I, I got me lined out. So Jason, so we do the event. It was an awesome event. We'll talk some about that and what you guys are doing. And, uh, and I... It, it it works out perfect until about dinner time. Um, <laughs> until it didn't. Until it got until, real about dinner time, and it's right before dinner because and I'm hungry. Like you know what I mean. Like you don't you realize work up an appetite back then. You guys oh. need a lunch service out there. You know what I mean. Like something's got to happen for lunch. Well, I mean, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's all for Elijah and Buddy lunch service. Yeah, next yep. time I'm buying some Subway sandwiches, I'm just going to throw them in my pack or something. I'm like, I don't – something. Right. So, anyways, it's dinner time, and I'm looking at this meal. You know the worst part about dinner, Elijah? Could you get this changed? What's that? So, they have – so, it, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spell it out to people who are listening. This is going to be the worst podcast ever. It's probably the best podcast. It's already ever. it's already jumping right. all over the place. I can't even tell one story because I got another story and another, everything gets in the way. Okay, everything. It's like I can't. A lot even, happened. My story that I want to finish is like four stories away. I, mean, I can't right. even get to it yet. As long as you can tie it back in. You're good. Oh, so you sit down and you're starving, and I mean starving. And there's some salad. And when you're the last person at the table, everybody's already eating the salad dressing. So it's like, well, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to lick the salad dressing out of the bowl or whatever. But what's <laughs> next like, to that salad, buddy? It's a freaking piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm thinking, is this like first dessert or is this like the dessert? Because I don't want to ruin my dessert. But if this is like first dessert and there's another dessert coming, I'm, I'm, I'm going to chow this cake down. Right. Roll the dice, baby. Oh. Yeah, and so, so yeah, you sit down. Out. There's a chocolate cake sitting in front of you, and that's been sitting there all like for the last hour. Like, why they bring dessert out first, I don't know, but they should do that. Manpower oh. sitting yeah. on the table, but it was pretty cruel. Yeah, I good. don't think they good. used to so. do that, but I don't really remember because usually by the time I hit that point, I'm with you guys several beers deep and ready for dinner. So it's <laughs> like you don't really remember <laughs> how long dessert's been there. <laughs> And well, I learned Buddy really likes chocolate cake. I did not know that Buddy. I'll yeah, man, I love me some chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good to know. Oh, so, so, anyways, we're sitting down. I'm looking at this chocolate cake, trying to talk myself out of just eating my dessert first. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, dude, that was going to be really good after my meal. And so, a <laughs> little bit of ranch dressing I got out of the thing, and I'm 
considering licking the, the dish or whatever. <laughs> and we get the text that Jason's flight got canceled. And I'm thinking, we're well, sorry. Yours to be you. has been canceled. <laughs> <clears throat> and so I, I think I said something like, oh, you had a chance to book in with me, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah he did. You could have been on my flight. And we would, there wasn't been a problem. So I'm texting. I was actually texting. Oh, I was already texting Delta because I couldn't fixed. check in. It wouldn't let me check in because some because of my flight change or something. So, so anyways, I'm and they're like, "Oh, well, you have to check into the airport. When you get to the airport, you check in." And I'm like, "Whatever, whatever." And then about that time, the flight got canceled. I was like, "Oh, by the way, you know, because I already waited like 15 minutes to get to that point." <laughs> this agent was <laughs> probably like, "Okay, have a good day." Line. And I'm like, "No, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Would right. you check on another?" So I get this. This agent had to deal with me for like an hour over text back and forth because we're trying to change Jason's flight now because he got canceled. There was no availability on my flight. In fact, as I'll tell you later. They were overbooked on my flight. <laughs> this story gets really awesome. Yeah, yeah we're, we're we'll talking about that in a minute. That's story. another story coming down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so, so we're going back and forth, and so they ended up switching him to United, right? Because you flew United home. Worst experience ever. <laughs> oh. United, if you hear this, I'd really like to talk to somebody. <laughs> friends don't let friends fly United. Hashtag that shit. What happened to United? Good to know. Good to know. You, oh, my old story could take a whole podcast. Oh, well, let's just start with the Traverse City. So, well, you, <laughs> so, so we, I left like Jason. seven hours early. So <laughs> Jason. No, before I even Jason get there. booked on this flight, they're like, okay, well, we can get him into Eugene, right? Right, which is three hours north of my house, which, you so, know what? I'm going to take it. It's in my home state. I can drive so the rest Jason's, of the way. So Jason's <laughs> truck is an hour south of his house at an airport in a, a town mm-hmm. called Medford, right? So Holy he flew out of Medford. Crap. So he's got a truck in Medford. <laughs> Not me in my life like, with three kids in tow. Like She had to come get me. <laughs> Loving so, it. So they're like, we can get you into Eugene because they're like, oh, it'll be, uh, it's going to be Monday before they can get him out. Like he's going to be in Traverse City for months. And Jason, I could look at it. He's like, no, I got to get home. I got to get home. <laughs> we, so we had family he was coming desperate. into they, town. They, they we got something to him, and he took it. He's like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I was taking anything to get me home ASAP, man. <laughs> so he takes the Eugene one. He's like, no problem. I get somebody to pick me up Eugene. <laughs> I'll walk home at that point. Like <laughs> When I'm ready to go home, I'm getting home. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we buck him into Eugene. And I'm like, okay, cool. So he's still got the 6 a.m. flight. He still can't sleep. Yeah. And yeah. And you're thinking about this before you're looking forward to a whole night of dinner and enjoying time with friends and a couple of Coors Lights. <laughs> but no, you got no, you got to drive to the airport at 1.30 in the freaking morning in the snow. You know, snow's dumping for oh, a little yeah. while while we were in the banquet. So it's just, it's kind of like when you're late for work and you got to drive 15 minutes is a lot better than being late for work and knowing you got to drive an hour and a half because you got that whole time to just think about it. Yeah. So all night, it's like in the back of my head. And I timed it just right that I got into Traverse City and started hitting. There's a couple little bars on the way there. I don't oh, know if yeah. you know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about <clears throat> 2 o'clock when everything was slowing down and the cops were out like crazy. So <laughs> I'm driving like a – I hate snow, first of all. I'm going to tell everybody that. You all should know that by now. I don't like driving in it. So I'm driving slow and you got cops looking for people that are drunk. So I'm thinking I'm going to get popped on the way to the airport anyway. 
Right. Get all the way through, dump the rental car. You didn't fill it up, by the way. Huh? You forgot to fill it up, by the way. I filled it up like six miles out. Really? They charged me $51 for that. They said well, it you should full. get on the phone with freaking Hertz, dude. We can add them to the Delta list because I filled <laughs> that thing up. I got I the got gas taken. receipt for you. I got the email. They were like, yeah, but fuel charge of $51. I was like, I thought Jason. Oh, bastard. I drove it at tops 12 miles after filling up because every oh. gas station on the way there was closed. Oh, they yeah. totally swindled. Oh, yeah. That. Everything closed down there. So I'm like, did you say crap, there's an open one? I'm going to get it. I got a receipt for you. Yeah. Well, send it to me. I will. It to yeah, me. we'll <laughs> fix that too. Damn it. This is getting better. I got another 50. Yeah, back. Yeah, the story's <laughs> still getting up. better. Right? Okay. Well, that's cool. I was just sitting there. I didn't always say anything because you were driving your ass to the airport at two o'clock in the morning. I wasn't going to be a dick. Oh, you should have. Then I still was a dick because I mentioned it, right? So I still <laughs> it still came out. I couldn't help it. <laughs> Can't help it. But at least for a couple of days, I held my tongue. I was like, Dang, what the hell, Jason? No, I, I thought you said you'd fill it up. Anyway, I'm get some no sleep problem. before I chew his butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a couple of that. Take it. Take a day. Let's get a let's get a little bit of space between the trip. Okay. So yeah, I'm I fill up the car, <laughs> I go to the airport, drop it off, dump the keys, and walk in, and that's when you realize there is nothing in that airport. <laughs> There's no. no, like, nothing. No food. Everything's locked down. Can't get through security. So you got there early for, like, no reason. There's a nice <laughs> vending machine in the corner. You can't get in security. You can't check in your bags or uh-uh. anything. Nothing. I'm just there <laughs> with my No stuff. bar. Is anybody else? Is anybody else in the airport? There was two people working, yes. And they well, said, they- we can't help you with anything. <laughs> so I went and I sat by this vending machine. At that point, I got myself a red stay bowl. warm with the vending machine? Like, oh. Yeah. Well, I needed something. I'd been up. What? We we didn't sleep a whole lot. We got up Saturday morning. And you got to remember jet lag, right? Because you guys are three hours ahead of us. Yeah. So, so three o'clock is like really midnight. <laughs> right, right, right. So I can handle the late night, but the early morning, even us getting up at like seven, I'm like, that's 4 a.m. at home. This <laughs> kid doesn't do early morning. And oh. then you're up all night. So by the time I get to the airport, I'm going on no sleep. I'm chugging a Red Bull just to stay awake so I don't miss my flight passed out in the corner like a hobo. <laughs> they finally open this thing up. And you get through security in about two seconds. That was awesome. And here I am waiting for my flight. Everything's what time did they going open the gates at? I, time was irrelevant after that <laughs> long without sleep. I don't even remember. But I know I had ample time to listen to two full podcasts. So I'm going to say at least I was there two to three hours prior to security opening. Oh, really? <laughs> Easily. Yep. Yeah, it's scary right. Brian open till five so, or six. Yeah, and, and you know, the whole thing was everything changed, so I couldn't get it on the app. I had to wait for my gate to open. So then I'm like, I'm one of those guys that likes things planned. I'm packed three days before I leave. It's get in, get out, very strategic. Get get in and maybe get out. Yeah, that's right. how this trip worked out. The first <laughs> flight wasn't bad. We actually got on it, but I knew it set the tone for the day because we were late, and it right. was not a good thing. <clears throat> so, so your flight take off on time or what? No, what it was it was a little late, and I thought they said engine repair. I don't know. I had a headphone in, but it was enough that I was a little <laughs> concerned about it. 
I really don't know what was the real problem, but I, in my head, he heard. That little, like 15 second button on the thing. Whoa, 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 hold on. Like, yeah, like the back up. Can you back up and say that again? Like, that's the hardest thing when you hear something like that and you're like half assing you don't along hear it. and then. And then you're like, I need the reverse button. I need to re relist. It was horrible. Because exactly. that's what I heard. I seriously heard engine pro problems or something like that. And I'm sure it was like de-icing. You know, it was horrible weather. <laughs> but we leave. And they had rerouted me. The gate attendant, I will say, was really nice. She got me all my gate numbers and where my trans, you know, my next gate was. And it was mm -hmm. very nice of her. Except when they change it mid-flight and nobody tells you and you run to meet your next connector because they're supposed to be closing the doors about the time we stepped off the first flight. Right. The problem is I'm a fat kid on no yeah. sleep. My coordination is out the window, fairly dehydrated. <laughs> and about halfway through my sprint to the next gate. Locked up. My hamstrings locked up, and I'm telling you right now, this kid about went down in the middle of an airport face first, and I'm just packing my bags. Oh. So, did not make it. And you didn't I make guess it? I was. Oh, no, I didn't make it. That plane had already taken Oh, off. you missed your flight? Yeah. Yeah, they, they oh, had already. Maybe he did sell. So, I don't know. That was. I was in my own drama at this point, Jason. Yeah, but, but he had his own stuff going on. We were done. I mean,. Change the flights. I'm like, forget it. It's too late. I'm at this point. We'll just have to find another flight. And what airport was this in? San Francisco? Oh, or? no. This was in O'Hare because they routed me to freaking Chicago, which is like my oh. least favorite airport to go to. <clears throat> nice. Oh, so you and missed your flight. Six in, gates is not where far you supposed in my to fly head. from. From you were going from um headed out there. Yeah, home. where were you supposed what flight were you going for? We were supposed to go to no, it, don't uh, it don't matter. Anyway, you got changed to go through San Francisco, and, and you still made it. Yeah, I spent after all that, day it was in San smooth, Francisco. wasn't it? Hmm? Wasn't it smooth after that? Oh, no. No, San Francisco was late, too. <laughs> and then my bag that they talked me into checking, because I only travel carry-on for this reason. I hate checking bags, and Buddy's <laughs> always got extras. So I, they convinced me to check my carry-on, and I thought, self- you need to pull your computer out of that bag so you're not hosed on Monday when they lose your crap. So I did, luckily, check my bag. It's the only it's thing that made it to Eugene, Eugene on time. Right now? Is it, still it was in Eugene? Eugene on time. No, it made it. It made all of its connectors. I don't know what the heck happened there. My bag, I get a text from Delta the first thing in two days. I can't make it, but that bag could. Dude, I'm telling you, I get a text. Through these two days of dealing with it, my stuff stopped. The app quit working. I get a text. Your luggage has arrived in Eugene. And I'm thinking, you sorry, SOBs. So, yeah, I, I was way late. Danny had to come pick me up. Then we had to wait for almost two hours for somebody to get me a bag from behind been the been there for a while? Door. Yeah, I'd been there all day. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was pretty wild. Oh. But we made it home about midnight. And then the next day I went and made an hour and a half round trip to get my car. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling Call for my, free. Nice. I'm calling Nothing. my, uh, so buddy so, stuff wasn't free when he got all screwed up. No, his story is way better. I, uh, so I rebooked that noon flight, right? Elijah. And I, I, um, uh, your wife. Oh, thank yeah. you. But you need to tell her. Thank you. More, more often, probably. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> she, she's such a good woman. Like, um, those 
those wives at those events man like they put up with a lot of shit for us when you know you're a board member so you're always busy i'm a board member to osda at those events we're so busy and they're just left yeah. dealing with kids and, and rejects from washington and need a oh. ride like basically like oh yeah we're just gonna. so she gives me a ride in, ride drops me off i'm sitting there at the airport i'm like awesome and i'm talking to my wife and uh here on the intercom they're like hey we've oversold this site we don't have enough seats we need if you have some flexibility in your travel plans can you please come see the agent and i'm like told my wife and she's like oh whatever and they said we're offering five hundred dollars and i'm like my wife's like hmm maybe you should do that like we just got to paint propane she's got a cracked windshield we're like we got some bills to pay anyways I'm, <laughs> she's like is it cash and i'm like hell i don't know sweetheart i don't I'm like I don't really need points because we got a ton of, you know, American Express or uh, Delta points. So I'm like, so anyways, they say 700. She's like, you really need to go ask. I'm like, all right, I'll go. You know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> wants to check to pay some bills, right? So I'm like, <clears throat> I go up to the counter and I'm like, hey, is that is that cash or is that like travel? Because I don't really travel a ton. Like that's just, this month is about the most of it. And they're like, oh yeah, you could take Visa gift cards. I'm like, okay, well, seven hundred bucks, yeah, I can, I can push out to the next flight. And they're like, thank you. They didn't tell me the next flight was full, oversold too, right? I'm like thinking so. So I just sit down and I get on my app and I'm like, well, that flight's full and the next morning's full, so I'm like a 24 hour delay to get out of this airport. You know what I mean? Like I'm like that shit. Maybe I shouldn't have offered this. You know what I mean? I, I didn't do the math before. I was like, yeah, sure. I can be flexible. And because uh, that whole flight, Jason's whole flight got canceled. So they had to take that hundred people and try to get them out of that airport. You know what I mean? So it just, yeah. every, it just fouled everything up anyways. So I'm, I'm sitting over there. I go back down. I'm, I'm scrolling my app and they're like, we need three more passengers to, you know, volunteer their seats. We're offering $1,500. I'm like, Oh shit. You know? And I'm not locked in to 700, right? Just because I offered, they said, oh, it'll, everybody gets the same amount. So so I'm like, $1,500 right on. I've talked to my wife and she's like, what, really? I'm like, yeah, baby, we're getting 50. This, this is the best raffle of the, the weekend, <laughs> right? right? Thanks, Delta. <laughs> we're going to go eat some Sizzlers tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, you know, shit, and they're like $1,600. And I, you know, I hear him, and then, and then I, we, I go back up there just to check in because there's a group of guys up there, and I'm like trying to figure out what's going on, you know, like are they handing out the money now or what? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to miss my my check. <laughs> write me a check. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'll take guns or checks. So like cash or guns. I mean, I'm either one of those. Right, this weekend is good for you. Don't use good that stuff. Joke. You got you got some ARs over there, some pistols. With, you know, it's just a drawer you open up and be like, you know, that gun and that gun. I'll take, take your pick. I can have my seat. So I go up there. There's seventeen hundred dollars a seat, and uh, I go up there and and I hear the two people. There's two people. There's only two people in that whole airport that work for Delta. I mean, they are pretty much the people that check you in, the people at the they gate. I think they're the people that fuel the plane and everything. I, mean, I think it's two people in that whole Delta rep. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm not sure that they didn't get them to fly us out of there. I don't know. These are the two people I've seen on Delta every time. <laughs> like the, the pilot is just, you meet you at the, the whole process is one guy. And so I hear them talking and they're like, actually, we need seven people. And I'm like, oh shit, we're at $1,700. They had a hell of a time getting four. I'm thinking, 
Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is going to be awesome. Yeah, here we go. I just, I don't even here have to be up go. there anymore. I'm like, I don't care what it is now. I was, we were happy at 700. I'm like, 1,783 more. Flights. I don't know where this is going to end, but you know. So, anyway, so I go back down and I'm still like, I'm messaging you, I think, because you were like, well, I can run oh, you. You were Ra- rubbing Rapids. it in as I'm licking my wounds in an airport. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jason, you would have been there. You would have been right with me. And so, no, I would have sent Jason on. <laughs> like, you go, yeah, I'll take the cat. <laughs> Someone's got to work. <laughs> Someone's got to work, Jason. <laughs> I'll split it with you, Jason. I'll take half of yours. You go to- <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll send- yeah, I'd be Anyways. down with the final price. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> they, they, I just go back and I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to get out of this. I'm looking at the other airlines. I'm looking at United. You know, I'm glad I didn't do that. It sounds like. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to get out of this airport. Cause they're going to ask me, you know what I mean? At some point they're going to say, Hey, what flights do you want or whatever? And so I'm trying to have a game plan so I can say, Hey, put me on this flight, this flight, this flight, I'll get home, you know, doing my homework. And I can't find anything out of this airport for like 24 hours. I'm like, shit. You know, this is not great. Uh, anyways, they call everybody up to the desk. And, uh, you know, there's like seven of us up there. So they got their seven people. Maybe it might have been eight people up there. I don't know. But there was like a, a pile of people. And they're like, well, we only need three now. Right. And so the one dude goes, well, what was your <laughs> what was your high bid? And she goes, $3,000 with first class. And at this point, nobody. No, so they couldn't get a seat. You know what I mean? Nobody wanted to go, but now nobody wants to go. Everybody's like, no, I don't need to go. I don't, you know, nobody wants to get on that plane now. Right. (laughs) Now that everybody heard $3,000 in first class seats, I'm like, (laughs) nobody wants on the plane. Sure. And I'm like, damn, like three grand. Like that's, that's a chunk of change. You know what I mean? And uh, so anyway, this is about when you're messaging me too. What's that? Let, I said, this is about where you're messaging me. Like, let me know. Like, I'm on the plane. Yeah. I'm on the plane. I'm on, I'm on, the plane. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, I'm like, what? yeah, I told Elijah, I was like, dude, like, okay. this is where it's going. I may need to ride to Grand Rapids or whatever. And you're kind of leaving. And I'm like, just hang tight. Don't turn left. You know what I mean? Because you may need to turn right and come pick me up. I don't know. <laughs> and, and you're like, I'm at that point now. I'm like, go, go grab another beer. You already had Stop. how many? I don't know. One more ain't going to hurt you. You know, just go, go get a sandwich. Go get something. Just. Buy me like 20 minutes so I can figure out what, because I'm like, there's, it's like a showdown. Like there's like seven people and the, the people at the counter didn't do a really good job of like having a, a list. You know what I mean? Like to be like, here's the, the one, number one, two, number three. Cause they're like, well, who wants to go and who doesn't? It's like a, a group. It's like, you're like tribal and you're voting people it's off. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm like, this is how you're going to do this. Like, we're just going to vote each other. I'm going to like fight each other for who, who <laughs> shove people on the plane. Like, go get in your right. seat. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to keep cool. My cool. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not a real boisterous person anyway. So I'm like playing it cool or whatever. And I'm just sitting in the back, just listening. And you know, these people are both like, well, I, I don't need to go. I don't need to go. Everybody's wanting, you know, they, you can tell, they just that. don't want to get on the seat. And there was a couple there that, that were, money. uh, yeah, well, there was a couple people there that were going to Spain, and they're like, "Oh, this will help our Spain trip." And I'm feeling bad, you know. I'm like, "Dude, I, all I'm gonna do is go buy guns or something with it, you know, <laughs> buy a windshield for a Ford Explorer and a, and a gun or something." And so I'm like, "Ah, oh, whatever." Well, anyways, they call my name, and I go up there, and and um, I 
I, you know, they're like, well, you want your seat, whatever. And I'm like, I'm cool either way. You know what I mean? I said, but, but I, I'll be honest. I did. I was the first person to offer it 700. So I know I was the first person on the list. And basically now everybody else is greedy behind me. They're like, whatever. I said, <clears throat> but these two, you know, these, these two uh, Delta workers, they were having a hell of a time. The computers aren't working. I mean, it's like, you can tell that they're having a bad day and I'm feeling for them. So I'm like, guys, I'm like, whatever you need me to do. If you need me to get on that plane, cause it makes your life easier. I totally will. I said, could you just like notate my account or my reservation that, you know what I mean? That I was one of the ones that an early one, but I just, I, I, because you guys need me to get on the plane right now. Cause you got too many people who want to stay off. And I mean, the plane is like an hour late. It's like 40 minutes, 45 minutes from takeoff. Cause they got to figure this out before they can take off for some reason. Right. They can't. They, so I'm like, so I'm feeling the pressure for them. Cause they're just like, you know, pulling their hair out. So anyway, so I, I get my ticket and I had gotten upgraded already to um, my medallion status. So I had a first class seat. So I go back into the plane and I sit down. I was just like, make sure I got my seat. Cause I got that upgrade. I'm like, don't, don't give it anybody else. So I sit down and uh, that couple that was going to Spain was behind me. You know what I mean? I could see them. They're like, Oh, you got booted too. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, yeah, I got on here and uh, I'm to take my water. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sipping some water in there. And, and, and uh, I don't know, like, Four minutes later, five minutes later, the gal comes back. The one, the pilot, or whoever it was, one, works or for Delta, the, one of the two people that works for Delta in Trevor City. She comes up, she kneels next to me, and she's like, $3,000. And I'm like, Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. And I'm thinking, just because I had said something, you know what I mean? That that it was just was like crazy. I was going to get the credit voucher too. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, you know, like I got the plane seat, but she's like, "Oh yeah, we got you covered for your voucher." And so I crack it open. I'm taking another sip. You know what I mean? And then she walks off the plane, and I'm I'm about ready to like flip everybody off, like bitches, yeah, see all that done. You know what I mean? Like everybody's looking at me, and she pops her head out the you know, by the by the cockpit and looks at me like. Get your ass off the plane now. Now we gotta go. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay, okay. You want my seat? You want this? Yeah. Seat? <laughs> it's like, oh, one or the other. You don't get both, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right now. I gotta get off right now. Okay. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. And so I uh I I grab my I'm take that water. I'm like, I'm taking my water. We got the, the peanuts to go. Can I get my peanuts to go? You know, <laughs> right. Give me that strip wall. <laughs> oh, I get off and, and walk out there. And, and then it took, you know, the plane took off. And I was like, I told you, I told a lot. Because that's why I texted you. I'm like, I'm on the plane. I'm talking to my wife. And I text you. I'm like, I'm on the plane. I'm out of here. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, no, just kidding. Not back off the plane. And then after that, everything was smooth. From there, Elijah, you gave me a ride across the state of Michigan. I don't know how many miles we covered. Oh, it was few, man. It was right about 130, 140 miles. Yeah, I feel bad. I got a little thank you package in the mail. I was going to say, how bad you feel? <laughs> it ain't $3,000. I can bad. tell you it's not $3,000 worth of Visa cards, Elijah, but we'll get you something. The best oh. part was is I busted his chops on the whole trip over there about him getting upgraded and me sitting with the peasants. And then all <laughs> this played out. And I'm like, this is too funny. <laughs> oh. 
so we're driving and uh elijah he's just having a good old time like driving and he's starting to come over to the left lane and i look over and there's this like chevy truck and i mean we're talking inches like maybe millimeters i don't know centimeters millimeters or inches it was like i'm surprised you didn't make paint trade paint i mean i learned how to drive like that bear hunting but uh yeah I'm, uh, my underwear at home i can yeah. <laughs> yeah, like days of thunder out there <laughs> but i'm like, like i'm like there's a truck, truck, truck. And I don't know what I said, but it wasn't enough because he's looking over and he looks over and he's like, oh shit, there's a truck. <laughs> he jerks that steering wheel over. And I'm like, well, we didn't get killed by the truck, but we're going to start rolling here. Cause you know, I mean, like the way you swerved, I was like, we're going to start losing connection here with the tires and the ground. You, you cap it together. You know, you a little bit of uh, fishtail there, but we pulled it out. Oh. Well, I, said, I mean, basically Neil Earnhardt and we, we, oh. Robin's racing. <laughs> you played it cool, but you were like I said. I think it straddled you a little bit too much. I was gonna feel bad. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna start hitchhiking. You're gonna have to figure out. You got a broken truck. I'm gonna <laughs> see you later, Elijah. Six callers ahead of you, Jimmy. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you call your wife? She's got three kids. She's gonna have to come pick you up too. I mean, they're gonna be like, never again are we ever offering that dude a ride ever. We're not gonna do anything nice for that guy." <laughs> He don't appreciate nothing. Take him to the mm. airport. He doesn't get on the plane. Takes $3,000. And then we drive him to Rand Rapids. We wreck our truck and he just hops on. He sticks his thumb out to get the next ride. All that, <laughs> all that dude cares about is getting home. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, I definitely. On that one. Definitely oh. a little bit. <laughs> oh. So what, anyway, you had to go so, out of a different airport? Yeah, I went out a different airport. I went out Grant yeah. because I knew that if I stayed in Traverse City, either I was just going to keep collecting checks because I wasn't going to make it home. I was going to be bad. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, be like you're at the auction house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be like, hey, I'll just you know, just put me on the next one. That's going to be overbooked, and I'm going to hop out. I'll just stay in Michigan and just walk around the Traverse City Airport collecting <laughs> checks. Like, this is, my, this is my time to go up and get paid. Let me go get another check. $3,000 a piece. I, I, I probably would have jumped off the next plane. Next year, I'm going to plan like three days after this banquet. Next Or not next year. <laughs> next time we go out. And I'm going to plan three days after on vacation pay. So that if they offer it, I can just snag it all. Exactly. You'd be like, oh, nope. And then go out for a day. And come back, yeah. get your flight, pass on it. Yep, Exactly. I, I think it was just there was actually oversold on my MSP flight to uh, Portland, I think. And they they asked again, is there anybody for flexible plans? And I'm thinking, you can't afford me, ma'am. <laughs> like, you know, they're like 500. I'm like, we got to keep going right now. 500. <laughs> I've already done this once and it was a, they only had one. It's kind of like when you go to Vegas and you look at the odds, you're like, yeah, the odds. And this one gal jumps up and runs over there and she's like, I got it right here. <laughs> 500 bucks. I'm like, you messed up. Should have held <laughs> you, out. You could have done better. <laughs> Where's your poker face? Oh. But yeah. So that was Being my home. That was the story of travel. I call it the Delta, the Sunday Delta raffle. And I, I won the raffle. It's like the, you got the Friday Blitz or the, the Saturday Blitz. <laughs> All I could think of was Jerry Clower through the whole thing and the Delta connector bit. And I'm like, <laughs> 
This seems like Jerry Clower's running this show today, man. <laughs> Dude, was, the whole day was Jerry Clower. Dude, the whole thing. And on no sleep, that was the roughest part. I'm like, I can't even fall asleep because I won't wake up. I will miss my crap all the way home. If I miss one and fall asleep, it's over. So it was like, this flight is brought to you by Mountain Ops Power Bars, energy drinks, like anything I can do to stay awake the whole trip. Oh. Mm. It wasn't that bad for me, Jason. I got a good night's sleep. No, I was at the did. airport at, I don't know, 1030, whenever. Mattress was a little lumpy with all that bread under it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah. But it was great of me. It was well worth the troubles getting home. I, yeah, I had a great time. Your guys' shirts. We, so the first, the one thing we did differently is we brought that. This is the first time we've tried that outside of Wisconsin, right? Wisconsin, we've done shirts, you know, this heat press. We did it last year. Um, but Wisconsin's such a big deal that we either ship a lot of items out there or or pallets of, you know, we'll either freight a bunch of stuff or whatever because it's it's a lot. So these events, these one-day, you know, dinner-style events, we can't just freight in a pallet of stuff and then and try to figure out how to you know, pallet out. So we come up with a system where we took our heat press and then we allowed people, we could talk about your shirts, so we had these these shirts for Michigan designed, right? And uh, then, then people could build their own Michigan sweatshirt. And so... Uh, so anyways, you're wearing one right now. I don't know if people can see it or not, but, uh, that worked out pretty good for us. Actually, it was pretty smooth except for Jason screwing up a shirt or two. Dude, I screwed up one and you screwed up one. You screwed up. I screwed up two. I take it back. I screwed up one membership shirt and I screwed up one of our shirts. What did you, what was the membership shirt? The one that I accidentally, I went to press it. Like I was doing the pre iron stage. But you the- also were not like Jason just throwing that shit on the press and <laughs> like Jason, Jason, you gotta have this shit like measured out. Like, hey, we got it measured out. It was the, I knew which one. He's putting my logos here. down below the boobs. I'm like Jason, you it. gotta put them on top of the freaking chest. Okay, that's true. You can't put them on the belly. We're not showing the belly off. It's I don't want my feel. logo on a big old belly. If your name's Vern, you are. <laughs> that was like a hundred and twenty dollars sweatshirt. By the time we were done making him look like a bass boat. <laughs> No offense, Vern. He's Elijah's buddy. We, we can say that. Let's just back up a little bit because I don't think I ever understood what you just said there. Can you explain the Vern situation? You just throw that comment out like everybody was there. Well, no. So, because the deal was Hold on, Elijah, let Elijah talk go. for a minute. This is, can you make it in a nice way, Elijah? So, I was just going to say, like, basically, if you picture a shirt done like by an amateur tattoo artist who's practicing on their own skin. <laughs> That's what you So you can take these heat transfers and you can press them on a shirt. And so we had one customer, Vern, which I am like, if I if they there's a high best. dollar shirt because we were like ten dollars. You can we press whatever the hell you want. I didn't think that meant whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Vern's like whatever the hell I want. I'm like. Whatever the hell you want. And he's like, okay, I want that over here, this over there, put that on the hood. 
I was like going to Subway, man. It was just checking boxes. And I thought he was messing with me at first. And I know he's, he said that. He's like, you think I'm messing with you? I'm like, dude, I don't know if you well, are Because he first not. told you, he goes, I'm not going to advertise for you. That's what he said. He's like, cut off the W because I, I, I like supporting you guys, but I don't want to just advertise. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can respect that. Yeah. Cut it off. And he's like, oh, no, don't throw that away. We're going to move that over here. And then we're going to put this over here. And then we're going to add this here. And then we're going to pocket here. And then we're going to do a double on the back. You think we can put one over the ribs? And I'm like, holy cow. By the time we were done, I had a sunburn from the stinking heat press. It was so hot. We probably, I swear, there was a bunch on that At some shirt. point, I'm thinking, we can make this reversible, Vern. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can flip this bitch outside out. We can start all over. So I said all he was missing was the old English belly button tattoos, you know, like W arched across it. Oh. But but anyways, if you're not following, it's a heat press. So you can you press the design onto the shirt. And so we have a blank shirt and we have a, a design and we heat press it on there. And apparently we can put a lot of different we designs on one shirt. Oh. I did a couple like that. They were just like stacked. Doug yeah. did one too, where it was like three different dog breeds. And the mm -hmm. W, and it came out really cool, actually. Yeah. They had a good eye, and being able to do it like that, it was cool to customize it and see what people came up with. Yeah, that was the coolest part about it, was watching people um, come up with their own shirts. But we did sell quite a few of the Michigan ones, and that was the cool part, because that's one we did in conjunction with your guys' club. But yes. you want to talk about that? Right. That was your mastermind. Yeah, so, and, and we're starting, we got... Uh, Michigan, OUSDA, uh, Eastern Idaho, and Idaho Houndsman Association. All we've, we've gotten design a shirt design. It may be their logo or maybe one that we came up with. For Michigan, we, we kind of did the design for you guys. We come up with this, this idea and this style because you guys didn't have a, a, a newer style. So we, we worked on something and it seemed like a lot of people liked it. But, uh, you know how hard it is to design something with the, the UP and that logo? Like, if you're not sure what the, the UP is. But he wanted is, to cut it off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is this part? Is we mad. We just take this part off. This is really hard to design around. Just just so you know. It's really yes, hard. Like, that UP notice. thing. It's like, those UP guys screw everything up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> anyways. So, what we did is we designed this shirt where we got the dog treeing. And I'm like, well, may maybe if we make it like the 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 state or the state of Michigan is more like a rock, you know what I mean? So we 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 size the dog so it's like its feet are on the state of Michigan, like a rock, and then the yeah. UP part looks like a cloud, or you know what I mean? It is something like a, a <laughs> person from really Michigan good. would know what that is, but everybody else in the world doesn't know that that's Michigan. You know what I mean? They like, don't know we were here for the. Banquet. They don't know the UP <laughs> part. <laughs> You know what I mean? What is it, the thumb? What, what do you say? The mitten. Yeah, like when you ask people from Michigan, where are you at? Right, Elijah? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Use the hand, dude. You throw it off. Yeah. And then the UP, go this way. It's universal. <laughs> it's a different language out there, buddy. You spend enough time. It's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so It's different. So we had come up with, you know, we had, and we put the bear, you know, silhouetted in the state. So you got a bear in there and then we got a dog treeing. And uh, anyways, we sized the dog so that you basically, you see the dog, you see the bear and people who know what Michigan is 
will notice that that's Michigan. And people who don't know what Michigan is will think that's a rock. That's just the it's way it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> on the design. And it came out really cool. Like, I like the design. And uh, it, anyways, so you could buy that design and, and get it put on a shirt. Yeah, it was a huge hit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we sold uh, 50, 54. And so I told Jess, I was like, I don't know how you got counted, Jason. You counted 63. But we counted again yesterday, and we come up with 54. I think you, you messed up. So, And I thought that's what we had talked about there, too. I think I was over on the inventory count and starting inventory. I don't know. Well, we used your inventory numbers. I don't know. But anyways. So, Elijah, we got a check coming to you guys. Time, 54. <laughs> and then we're just going to round it up 100 bucks so that. If Jason was right, you guys are good. If Jason was wrong, I'm going to take it out of his check. I'll show Jason 100 bucks and I'll pay you guys. So you got you got 100 bucks of Jason. So either way, we're just going to, that one's going to bounce. Jason's check's probably going to bounce, but we'll just, probably. we'll cover it for him. Just talk to me. Hmm. It was a big uh, hit, though. The people, yeah, I mean, good. your club really supported it, too. And you can still get them online. You know, and we're still doing the same thing where we're donating $10 for every one of those shirts purchased. Yeah. And you can and find so them you, on the. Yeah. Well, if you didn't get to the Michigan Bear Hunters Association event, you can still go buy that shirt on uh, dusupply.com. The thing you can't do is you can't burn it up. <laughs> like, we don't have <laughs> it set up that you can buy one. and put 10 designs on one shirt. On the website, you get one design on a shirt. Um, maybe one day we'll get it where we can have front and back because that was the cool thing was people were, were putting this design on the back. Another, you know, w the way we, we lined it up was is you buy the, the shirt or the sweatshirt, $40 for the sweatshirt, $30 for or $25 for the t shirt, I think. Wasn't mm -hmm. it? I don't, yeah. Yeah, it was 25 And, and then 40 with you one could print. buy another design for $10 and we would put it on there. So, so a lot of people would be like, oh, I'll take this design on the front. I want this one on the back, and I want this sleeve design, you know what I mean? Because we had some sleeve designs. And that worked out really cool. Like, I I was, I had a good time, and it was fun watching people design their own shirts. And some of those shirts come out, like, pretty kick-ass. <sighs> I don't know, but maybe one day we'll be able to figure out how to do that online. The Vern outfit package. <laughs> I want this one on the armpit. And I want this one on the Dude, the hood. best part, the best part of his hoodie was when he had me put it across the back of the hood. You know, and he's like, so, you know, when you put your hood up, people can see it. I'm like, okay, man, let's do it. And we hammered it on there. And it's perfect. It was like the perfect arch right in the middle of the back of his head. My placement was perfect on Vern's. Oh, so it was perfect there. It was sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't miss them. I mean, it was like, like you say, a bass, like a bass fisherman, like it looked like a bass boat. sponsored by the same guy over and over again. Like, yeah, sponsored by W and W, sponsored by W. Did we mention we're sponsored by W? Zoom crankbaits, uh, <laughs> just roll down the list. We kept talking him into adding more, too. Like, he'd be done, and then I'd be like, Hey, Vern, you should get this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he did. He came back a couple of times, it was awesome. Yeah, I was ketchup I, stains I, and all. Yeah, oh, just pressed it again. Cook the ketchup in it. Cook like, it. Okay, we're gonna just press this one, heat it up. No, it was cool. 
it worked out really well. That was, yeah, it was fun. So, so anyway, thank you for being a giddy pig, Michigan. Um, the heat press, that was all, a uh, a, a test run. It worked out great. Uh, we, we got a couple changes we'll make for the next one as far as like the sleeve prints and the, the, the short sleeve prints. I think we're going to add more. I think we were lacking on our sleeve prints. You know what I mean? Like we, I found some bear tracks and I'm like, shit, we could, we could have had those in, in Michigan. That would have been really cool that people would have liked. So mm. we kind of came limited on the sleeves and the, and the short sleeve prints. And I, I apologize for that. Cause there was some times that we had, people had to make a white bear track when we could have got, if, we would have had the black one available or something. So um, next year, if we come back next year, we'll have a, a much better representation on the, the sleeve prints because that was definitely where we were lacking. So um, so what, what uh, to wrap this up, what, what's the Michigan bear hunt hunters doing? I mean, what what is the message that they need to get out right now? We'll put you on the spot. We'll be serious for a minute. We've, we've had enough last month Delta's expense and um, join. Like that's our biggest thing. Join. We that's need it. people. We need yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Like really like we, we need support. We need to get um, and through joining us. I mean, then you get the newsletter. You, you can start participating what's going on legislatively. You can start following these things closer and being a voice for us all. Like we need, it takes us all. Just join, man. Yeah. Talking to Thorman while I was there, um, it sounds like your legislative, uh, the, the governor, the state, the house, have all slipped a little bit towards the D's, and and you're sitting, you're you're a little bit vulnerable, is, is I guess a good way to to say it. You know that that you guys are, you're still working what you can, but you just don't have the stick that you used to have to stop things, or or do whatever, and so it's really critical that the numbers and the you know monetary money support come in where people join and keep that ready. Absolutely. That, I mean, that wraps it up, you know, completely. We, it has, we're, I mean, Michigan right now, we're almost a fully democratic state and it's for hunters, fishermen of any description. Like it's a, it's a very uncertain and potentially scary time. So, you know, Get out there, be active, make voice heard in the right way, you know, keep things clean, you know, um, and uh, be positive and, and, yeah, I mean, get get your dollars to where they need to be to fight for the things that you love. Yeah. So we have a, a way for them to join on our site. On, on If you go on W Hunting Supply and you look, and we changed the name because it used to be Join the Fight. Yeah. Um, what are we calling it now? Because we got the podcast in there now, and so um, we changed it. But there's a there's a link on there that says uh, associations and and yeah, it's do you podcast and partners? Yeah, partners, associations, and partners. And right there, you can and you know, do you podcast and partners? And so you can click on the the MBHA link right there. And you can buy one of these cool shirts that we're making. And you can also, if you, uh, we need to have the memberships. The membership, yeah, it's not on there. Yeah, we need to have your membership put in there. So we'll uh, we'll fix that. 
by the time this launches so that you can also join uh, the association. That that should be, yeah, Michigan Bear Hunter. So that, that membership link should be in there. So it should be your uh, clothing and the membership. So you can buy a membership and you can make a cool sweatshirt, T-shirt, whatever you want for, for youth or yourself and, and support Michigan. And I highly encourage you to join as many associations as you can like that. The, the more, the merrier, the, the more stronger they are and the more better off we are. The other thing I wanted to talk about really quick is, um, image. You know what I mean? Like there's a couple decisions me and Jason have had to make on this podcast. Um, where I'm just going to be honest. We, we, we had to pull the plug and not launch a podcast that was done. Um, because we didn't like the message. Uh, we'd listened to it and we didn't feel it was helpful to houndsmen. And, and so I was really, um, I guess the first thing we did is we, we just said, Hey, we need to edit this. You know what I mean? The first thing was like, let's edit this down. It was a really good podcast. There was some really good really information good and some, some topics that were really good and cool, but they dove into some, some subjects that just shouldn't be out talked about at least in the manner they were right it's like there's sometimes it's like we just don't need it's like facebook you know what i mean there's sometimes there's just stuff you just don't want to put on facebook <clears throat> and so we had to make this hard decision uh we had a couple people i think elijah you may might have been one of them we sent it to um, just to double check our our thinking on it because it was a really difficult decision to tell somebody yeah we're not gonna um we're not going to launch your podcast. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're a part of our team, you know, our, our commitment, but this breaches some trust with, with our customer and our mission. And, and the last thing I want group. is somebody to take my, our podcast and play it in some commission meeting or some legislative meeting and say, and see, this is what these guys do. You know what I mean? Well, all they care about is, you know, X, Y, Z and, or, this is the, yeah. the talking points that the antis use, and they could use the talking points of other houndsmen against us. And so even though it wasn't me saying it or Jason saying it, it was still it's on still our platform. Our so we had to make the decision. It was like this language could be harmful if it was in the wrong hands. And so we just decided, nope, it's not going to get list, uh, released. Um, that goes for, for social media. That goes for posting some of these things. And I know I'm going to catch some flack. You know, there's always or there's right. always drama when you try to police yourself because there is a line between hiding, you know what I mean? And and I, I won't say being ashamed, but that's what everybody always says. Oh, you're just ashamed of I'm not going to be ashamed of what I do. I'm not going to be ashamed of what I do. Right? I mean, you heard this, Elijah, right? Oh, yeah. All the time we hear it. Yeah. And so... The truth is, is, it's not that I'm ashamed of what we do. It's that we don't need to make our lives harder by giving ammunition so that we're talking about coyotes, a, a huge pile of coyotes. You know what I mean? You, you, you kill a bunch of coyotes and there's, there's 60 coyotes in a pile or whatever it is. That message is really difficult to try to explain to a legislator or... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody who's making the laws and says, what good? Why do they, Why do we need to have a pile of 60 dead coyotes or whatever it is that, you know, the, the image? And 
that's the type of thing that we're, we're talking about is like, hey, we just have to be cautious. And it doesn't mean we hide. It doesn't mean you can't be a, um, proud of, of what we do. But when we're talking to a legislator and, and somebody's talking to a legislator, we need our best foot forward. And we don't want to be talking about this picture or that picture that makes us look bad. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest, the, the picture of a cougar on a, on a Lamborghini, everybody's probably seen that by now. <laughs> I look at that and I'm like, what's the point, man? I, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know if he's a customer or not. I, I haven't looked into it that much, but, and I don't know the full story of it, but I look at that and I go, is that helping us or is that hurting us? And I don't think it may not be hurting us, but I don't think it's helping us. You know what I mean? And so that's the other topic I wanted to come on. Jason, are you locked up? Or are you there? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm just Your listening. Faces. <coughs> it was, missing it's tough. It is. And it goes, I mean, it's a long way. It's like, like still take pictures of your harvest and things like that and be proud of what you're doing. Be proud yeah. of what your dogs are doing, but let's clean up the blood. Let's, yeah. you know what I mean? Let's, you don't need to show pictures of your dogs overhauling a bait up bobcat. I mean, th right. these things, you don't really see it, but we can still be proud of who we are, what we've accomplished, what our dogs are doing. We can make it tasteful and it's just yes. being mindful. I mean, you know, it, it's like, it, it's real simple. I mean, what, would your grandma want to see that? You know what I mean? Like th think a little thing. I mean, it's silly to say, but geez, oh, Pete's. I mean, I know yeah. my grandma, but disgusting, you know, and yeah. so you just little things like that. And it, in that, that whole image, and then it becomes a trend and yeah. then everyone can win it. You know? And I think we're making so much ground on hunting in, in, in like some of these brands, the, whether you uh, like, I'll use meat eater, but you know what I mean? Like they're making some progress to get dogs into mainstream hunting <clears throat> and we're making those connections and it's, it's a slow process. You know what I mean? Like it's a slow process to change the image, the image, at least in Oregon and Washington, the image is, oh, it's just a bunch of dumb redneck hound guys that are just you know they, they don't care about nothing but killing stuff and it's like no that's not who we are like that's not who we are that's what they think we are right and and there's guys and there's efforts and there's work and it's a long process to change that image and work one person at a time especially in the capital and in the legislature and stuff like that and so it just like that's the that's where the battle happens. You know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, it's not happening against my friends on Facebook. Nobody's going to care. Like uh, somebody may not, they may not say anything. They may think, oh, that's not very tasteful. You know what I mean? But nobody's going to come out and go, oh, that offends me. Like everybody's going to go, hmm, yeah, I get that. You know, whatever. Yeah. It's outside your circle. It's not for the the friends that you have. You know what I mean? It's It's for the friends that you're not seeing. It's for the legislators. It's for the the antis that are going to take your image wolf patrol. And then they're going to go push that out to a bunch of other people. And it's like, well, and they what, have what? no values. They'll yeah. use anything. Yeah. So that was my anyways. fear is somebody fighting for our rights with something on our platform being used against them. It was just sickening. I think the, uh, the contests, 
the hunting contests are up against the ropes. You know what I mean? And that's, um, that's, yeah. I've seen at least I can tell you in Washington state, you know what I mean? I can tell you in Oregon, I can tell you in California where these things happen and they haven't happened in every state. You know what I mean? Like it's going to take a while before they get to every state, but those are the things that are, that they're working on. And, and it's like, you may agree with them, but they're gone. And in some States they're already gone. And, and, uh, it's just a matter of time before they move to the next state. Cause they're going to Colorado, they're going to Arizona, they're going everywhere they can. They don't care what state you live in. Like, honestly, they are just waiting for the opportunity and, and figuring out where they can strike. So we don't want to, we don't want to give them ammo. We want to make sure we keep it tasteful. I think I've, Anyways, I will say Mike Thorman gave all of you guys a big, big kudos, though, when he was speaking to the crowd, because he said, you know, Michigan is really good about keeping a good what time, image. What time did Mike get up there, Elijah? You guys got to get him up earlier. He is, but yeah, I have no idea when he got up there. I mean, we were, it was pretty deep into the weeds at that point. I, I love Mike Thorman, okay? I mean, I love him, but boy, people were ready for He'd be just and then I'm going to get off of here, and everybody's like, woo, clapping and stuff. Like, yeah, and he's like, but one more thing, but one more thing. I mean, everybody's like, oh. Guy's got a lot to say, man. He's busy. He's he is. He is, but I can tell you, he wasn't reading the room that night. He, was, he must have had a couple beers because he wasn't reading the room. The room was like, okay, Mike. <laughs> let's get this damn raffle going so I can go have a beer and I can go to bed. I got a plane to catch in the morning. Oh, it was a great time. Great event. Great people. Great cause. I'm glad we went. Thanks for the trip. I had a good time. Even if I did just screw stuff up. Yeah, no, it was good. I had a good time. It was really enjoyable meeting everybody at Michigan. Um, um, Michigan. Thank you. It was awesome. I'm really happy that we made it out there. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming. I really, really appreciate it. I I was really appreciative to all the the members. Everybody was so warm and welcoming, and and one of the reasons for me traveling Michigan's hard. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's hard for me to get into Michigan just because of the the logistics of it. But if Delta's offering three thousand dollar checks, it was three grand. Okay, let's try this again. I'll take the three thousand dollar check on the way out. I can do that every time. but as my kids are getting older, it's a little easier for me to travel. You know what I mean? There's some logistics that have been changing. I know it's, it's it has to have been like seven years, eight years ago that I made it out there. And then I know Mike and, and uh, uh, Matt made it out there after that when you guys were in uh, the treetops. And uh, so it's been quite a while since I've been out there. And so I just want to. It was it was a warm welcome. So I, I think we'll make it a little more often. It's going to be one of my goals, especially now that kids are older and stuff like that. We're going to try and hit different associations. So awesome! Yeah, again, I mean, we really appreciated it. I mean, it was a great time, and uh, you know, again, you guys are doing so much to support all of us too. Giving all these hound organizations a platform and a voice is so incredibly important and uh i mean we're all in it together yeah <clears throat> yeah for sure like I, it well we just pat each other on the back the rest of the we got another five minutes i can no you're good no i know you can make no time. you're good you guys <laughs> are doing good up. <laughs> yeah all right man let's end it there before we keep before it gets too deep talk to you guys soon <laughs>
Yes, yeah. yeah.